It lies somewhere between the pit of your stomach, your racing heart, and your brain, somehow trying to keep it all together. It's an area we call the adrenaline zone. I'm retired astronaut Dr. Sandra Magnus. And I'm retired Navy fighter pilot Admiral Sandy Winnefeld. We're two adrenaline junkies who love spending time with people who are really passionate about pushing their boundaries as far as possible. For thousands of years, Santa Claus has delighted children by delivering toys on Christmas Eve. There's a lot of history here, a number of movies depicting his trials and tribulations, and millions of children who trek to shopping malls each year to tell him what they want for Christmas. Taking a sleigh around the world in one night would seem to have a lot of different types of risks associated with it, so we thought it made sense to ask Santa if he would join us for an episode to clue us in. And many thanks to our sponsor for this episode, Culligan Water. Everyone leaves milk for Santa, but did it ever occur to you that he might want some nice clean water during his trip? Or that his reindeer might as well. Well, Culligan's drinking water systems deliver the superior filtration and refreshing hydration you need to fuel your high-performance lifestyle. Learn more at Culligan.com. Santa was kind enough to take time out of his incredibly busy schedule at the North Pole to talk to us. So, Santa, welcome to the Adrenaline Zone. We know you're incredibly busy this time of year, so thanks so much for taking time for us, even though it looks like you're unable to appear on camera today. Well, thanks to thanks to you both. I, I I'm I'm delighted to be with you, and I do apologize for having to be off camera. But I, I should explain. I I'm up here in in North Pole Operations Center, and you know, as you can imagine, we we track the world's population very closely. I mean, precisely to be in fact. I mean, we we need to know who every little boy and girl is, where they are, you know, what they want. So you know, our methods are are very closely held because this is, you know, what, what the government calls PPI, you know, uh, personal professional information, privacy information. And, uh, you know, we get in trouble if we, if we abuse any of that. So, you know, for proprietary reasons, we, we just, we just can't allow cameras in the ops center. Um, but, but let, let, let me give you a, a little sense of scale of North Pole operations. I mean, just some rough numbers. I mean, you know, they're a little over eight, billion people in the world, uh, around a quarter of them are under the age of 15. That means that we have to come up with about 2 billion toys a year, wow. maybe a little bit fewer because of the little naughty ones, you know, that, but that's, that's not <laughs> such a, such a big number. And so our elves have been working their little buns off here to get ready. Lots, lots of overtime. We, we give them 60 days of comp time, uh, off after Christmas. So you know, if you if you do the math, uh, that means that we have to produce around 6.7, 6.8 million toys every single day, starting in March. Um, you know how we do all of that, and that's a that's a closely guarded secret. You know? And uh, if you don't have a North Pole security clearance, uh, we just we can only do audio. So I apologize. That's why we that's why you can't see me. Well, you know, Santa, you mentioned the elves, um, and there are labor shortages everywhere, and supply chains are in chaos. So how are the elves handling it? Have you had any delivery problems in the North Pole? Oh, gosh. Yeah, we've had a lot of supply chain issues. You know, I, back, you know, in the in the spring, I, you know, I, I said to I said to Melvin Elf, he's, he's the chief of, of manufacturing, and I said, Melvin, you know, we 
there's a chip shortage and we better get on top of that. Well, gosh, in July, a semi-tractor of Pringle shows up. I Melvin, I said, we're <laughs> computer chips, <laughs> oh, computer oh. chips, not potato chips. Okay, pal. So we had problems there, but um, you, you know, you ask about elves. I mean, I'll tell you, you cannot get a good elf these days. I mean, ever since the great elf resignation, it's been tougher than blazes to get elves. And you know, we 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 thought about moving our manufacturing down to Florida. A lot of elves down in Florida and Texas. And too. Uh, yeah, Texas, we could do that too. But you know, if we were down there, we'd be up to our butts in elves. But but you know, we can't do that. I mean. You know, all the kids, I mean, they expect an authentic North Pole toy. And we just we just can't betray their confidence in us by offshoring production. So we, we go into a lot of overtime, but we get it done. We get it done. So is it classified how many elves you actually have working in the North Pole? Yeah, no, I can't get into that. And, you know, I mean, some of these elves, I mean, when we try to hire them, they, they even want flex time. I said, there's no such thing as flex time when you're manufacturing toys. You know, you got to be in here. Get get your butt in the office. And so it's called commitment, right? Yeah, yeah it's commitment. But but we got a good team. We got a good team. So, Santa, the, the adrenaline zone is about people who take a risk. And, you know, here you are, you're riding a sleigh pulled by tiny reindeer you're doing it in the wintertime, you know, cold and fog. How do you handle those risks? Oh, God. Yeah, we are we are a risk manager's nightmare here. I tell you, we, we have a risk oversight committee, and we've got representatives from all the various health departments. And, you know, we got air traffic control risks. Uh, we have risks of all the little reindeer who's damaging roof tiles. Oh, the insurance company's all over us for that. We're, we're working <laughs> through that. Uh, we've got technology risks, you know, I mean, the sleigh is a very sophisticated piece of equipment. And so there's a lot of preventive maintenance stuff that we got to do to make sure that it's operational, fully operational. And, you know, then when I have to hop out and walk across a icy roof, that's, that's, that always makes me just a little nervous and then pop down a chimney and something, yeah, sometimes it gets stuck, but that's, that's why God made Vaseline. And, um, oh, and then, oh, and then there's the dogs. The dogs are they're they're always a problem. But you know, uh, the guys down in the tech department they created a special treat for dogs. Put some right to sleep, right to <laughs> sleep, and so we're we're okay. We're okay with that. So we manage our risks. We got a lot of them. So so I have to ask. I keep dancing around these classified topics, but so how many reindeer do you really need to pull a sleigh? Well, you know, yeah, you're right. That is classified. But let me just, <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, you know, of course, the hardest part is a liftoff, you know, when we get started because the sleigh is plumb full and that's when we need the, the most, most energy. And, um, and, but the, that's when the reindeer are, are fresh too, you know. And then, of course, we fly all over the United States and the FAA has pretty strict rules on redundancy, you know, in numbers of, reindeer in uh, case one of them flames out on us, you know, so uh, I really can't go into the, the numbers, but, you know, it's gotten a little, a little bit easier over the years, um, you know, because, you know, toys are getting lighter with electronics, you know, more Xboxes and fewer ponies, you know, and, and it's, it's easier to clean up the sleigh, you know, the next day too. Yeah. <laughs> well, if a reindeer flames out, does it get to ride in the sleigh? Uh, we've got a special recovery operation that we take care of that. Yeah. Ah, okay. 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 Well, that's good. You know, you mentioned earlier uh, going down chimneys uh, is a bit risky. 
Uh, why do you do that uh, anyway? Well, because it suits me. Uh, uh, suits, oh, suits. Do you get it? Oh, okay. oh, you know, oh, I know. Miss, Mrs. Claus ain't keen on my humor either. So sorry. Yeah, there you go. Well, what if there, what if there's actually no chimney for you to go down? You pass the 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 kids by, or or you know, what if somebody left a fire burning in you know in a fireplace? No, that's simple. I just go right through the front door. You know, just don't you know don't don't ask me why I I can do that all over. But you know, I mean, I'm a kind of a traditionalist. You know, and I well, you know, I, I stay with the plan and pop down the chimney. It it's the way I do it. One, two, three. So you have to be pretty good at locks, then, huh, Santa? Oh no, that's uh, we. I can pick through anything. <laughs> well, you know. Um, you eat a lot of cookies and drink a lot of milk, right? I'm assuming you know, <laughs> people leave that stuff. And, and uh, you know, is there any risk there? And do you have a favorite cookie? Well, yeah, fa- uh, snickerdoodles. I mean, when, <laughs> when, when, when the good Lord ended the week of creation on the seventh day, he didn't rest, he made snickerdoodles. I just love them things, you know? Uh, I, I'll tell you, I've had about as many chocolate chip cookies as I can stand. I mean, I'm just up to here with chocolate chip cookies, but you know, I still eat them. Uh, I, I don't want to offend uh, family. They, they went to some trouble for me. And I asked about, is there a risk? Well, yeah, my cardiologist, uh, he's getting a little bit worried about all the cookies. And I tell him, Hey doc, I mean, it's just one day a year. I mean, give me a little slack here. I mean, we're, we, we get through it. I don't tell him I eat cookies during work days too, but that's another. But <laughs> an important safety tip, though, for our listeners: uh, snickerdoodles might get you a little extra toy, uh, you know, something like that. Yeah. Well, snickerdoodles. Tell them snickerdoodles. You give me snickerdoodles. There's a little something special there. Okay, good to know. You know, part of your job is, of course, interacting with the kids at the shopping malls around around the world and and collecting information on what they're looking for. So there's a little bit of risk these days with COVID. So did you get all your vaccinations and everything to do that safely? I am my own herd immunity. I've, I've caught everything, all those little drippy noses. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I've caught it all. And so now I'm immune to everything, you know, but, but, but let me just reassure all your listeners. Uh, they won't catch anything from me. I'm a super spreader of joy, not disease. So nobody has <laughs> anything to worry about for me. That's good to know. And you probably have some pretty good elf care. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, we got, we got, <laughs> we, 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 first, first, top of the line elf care. We're, we're good there. As someone who thinks a lot about performance, I've always known how important it is to have top quality drinking water. But I never thought about the impact that bad water could have on my home until I got a water softener and saw the huge difference it can make. My dishes don't come out of the dishwasher with spots on them. My showers and sinks are cleaner, and I can even use less soap and detergent. If you want to see how much a water softener can help you, too, get started by scheduling your free water test at Culligan.com. So uh, every now and then, you know, at the shopping mall, you might run across a kid who, uh, you know, just doesn't believe in Santa Claus, gives you a hard time. What do you do about that? What do you call him? Oh, I, those are we, the elves, they, they call them rebels without a clause. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just, I always say, remember, if you don't believe, you don't receive. You know, pretty straightforward. Oh, harsh. Yeah. 
And and the name Old Saint Nick. How'd you get that name? Uh, you know. And by the way, how old are you, Santa Claus? Oh, <laughs> oh you can ask a classified question. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> well, okay. no, I you know I'll I can answer that. You know, you know, it started off in I started off as a young kid as a Catholic monk, and my name was Nicholas, and I focused on giving things to needy people, and that that was a big hit with the church, so they made me a saint, and uh, so that's how that got started. But now, how old? Well, I'm I'm 1,751 years old this year. But, you know, as they say, you know, today's 1700s is yesterday's 1500s. Yeah. Well, you're, you're looking great, Santa. For, <laughs> you're wearing it well. Um, but have you picked up any other nicknames over the years? Well, you know, uh, yeah, uh, you know, some people call me Chris Kringle, but I don't, I don't really like that. It kind of sounds like a fast food donut shop, you know, yeah. uh, you know, others call me Papa Noel. And I, I kind of like that. I, that's got a nice, nice ring to it, but my wife calls me something else, but we're just not going to go there. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> that's probably better. <laughs> so, so, so how do you know? If a little boy or girl has actually been naughty or nice. Data analytics. Uh, I mean, we do all of that down at the EDAC. That's the, uh, that's the ELF Data Analytics Center. Elvin is the chief number cruncher down there. Clever little guy. He's got a big brain and he's just wired for that. Uh, he's worked out all of these algorithms. I, I, you know, I, I can't go into that because a lot of it's classified, but. To be honest, frankly, I don't understand it. You know, I was an English lit major. You know, I don't. So now you, where do we get all the data? Well, we, we get, we've got a lot of sources for data. The internet is just replete and we're able to get pretty good read on it. And the EDAC does a great job of, uh, through their data analytics. We're, we're, we're pretty confident about it. Now I do want to reassure everybody, you know, we, we follow the law and, you know, the European union put in a, something called the general data protection regulation. It's a, you know, it's a privacy thing. And, um, but we've worked out a waiver, you know, with EU so I can track all the kids and they know we won't misuse the data. I mean, we got a good heart. So I guess it's be careful what you put up, uh, you know, what you post <laughs> if you're a kid, right? Because Santa's watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be very careful. Boy, there's a lot of little naughty stuff those kids put on Facebook. I don't understand that, you know. Oh, I know it. Uh, so another question, and I, I hope this isn't classified either, but, uh, you know, how do you know when the kids are sleeping? Because aren't they supposed to be sleeping when you come whipping down the chimney and drop stuff off? Well, occasionally, you know, some kids pops awake and uh, we use advanced technology for that. Now, um, Kevin is the lead elf down in the development lab, and uh, he, he found a good solution. Um, what we do is we mount antennas on the, the reindeer's antlers, you know, and that that gives you a wider aperture because they stretch out over. Or, so we get good aperture and good, good uh, gain on the antennas. And and then that's all connected by Wi-Fi to the sled, so I can see the brain waves uh, of the children, and and uh, we can tell when they're asleep. And you know, if, if they're hanging on, you know, we just we'll just go on to the next house, and we'll kind of loop back and pick up on them. They all they all fall asleep eventually. You know? But you you mentioned earlier that sometimes they're not asleep. So what happens if they catch you while you're dropping off the presents? What do you do? Kevin and his team found a solution to that. Um, 
I know, I know you've, you've all seen that movie, Men in Black, you know, and they use that little flashy thing, the neuralizer. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, one of Kevin's guys came up with that a couple of years ago. He, he won Elf of the Year Award for inventing that. Uh, very advanced physics in that thing. Uh, I think his name was Mervyn, but, you know, we had a little accident lab, and I can't remember right now. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I did get them to figure out a reverse function for it. And I use that on old Mrs. Claus when she's been in the eggnog a little bit and I, she needs to recognize me when I come home. Uh, maybe they else use it on you too. You never know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that, can, that can be dangerous. <laughs> that could be dangerous. I watch out for that, you know, that. So you go shopping malls and you learn what children want for Christmas there, which is, uh, keeps you really busy, but you also get all these letters as well from children i mean all from all over the world also how do you have time to read all those letters well data analytics again i mean ah, uh, yeah. you know kevin and his team have worked out a way to digitize all uh, incoming mail and we we use machine learning and natural language processing to get it all down with you know with millions of kids we just had to use technology to keep up with it. I, you know, I, I, I kind of miss reading the letters myself, but you know, it's just eh, too much now. and I just can't do that. So it's all pretty automated at this stage. So uh, I know you've got a lot of reindeer and you've got your favorites that, that go around every year with you. And I, I love their names and I love the rhythm of, you know, now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blixen. And also Rudolph, of course, what a story. Uh, <laughs> well, now don't forget Olive. Olive, you know Olive, the other reindeer. <laughs> oh, 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 I got that. Oh, oh yeah, Mrs. Claus That's gets great. a kick out of that. Let me tell you. So, speaking of Rudolph, you know, I've been trying to follow the stories about you know his life, but I can't figure out who's his parents. Who are Rudolph's parents? Can you illuminate us on that? Well, it was a dark night that night. And there's a there's a little ambiguity uh, about that. Now, according to the Rankin Bass Holiday Special, his father is Donner, and uh, his mother is a nice doge named Evelyn Donner. Um, uh, in the Good Times retelling, uh, Rudolph's father is Blitzen, and his mother's name is Mitzi. Uh, that we call her Vixen, you know? So I, you know, it, remind, it rhymes with Blitzen, Blitzen, Vixen, get it? I mean, I, I just love that. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, but to be honest with you, you know, we really don't know, we really don't care. But we do know Rudolph's got a girlfriend, cute little filly named Clarice. Nice couple, nice couple. So you think there'll be some more red-nosed reindeers in the future then? Well, uh, you know, that's why we give them a little comp time. Uh-huh, yeah. Gotta okay. get, Gotta take a break now and then. So uh, you, you mentioned Mrs. Claus. You know, how does she feel about the fact that you know you only work one day a year? Uh, is she employed? And if so, is she like the major breadwinner uh, for the family? Or she doesn't think I do anything. But uh, but I, <laughs> I, I let me just say, Mrs. Claus. I mean, she she works harder than I do, and you know she she's she's the head cookie baker, you know, for the elves. As you can imagine, I mean, uh, these these little guys, they they love their cookies. And because there's an elf shortage, they're even demanding brownies. I mean, we have to we have Friday afternoon brownies to keep them you know, happy. It's, uh, it's something to look forward to. Trying to get them to come to the office and not work from, you know. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. You just got to lean forward, you know, when you're looking for help. And 
you know, she's in charge also of the review committee that decides who's naughty and who's nice. And, and um, I have to I have to keep her away from the eggnog when we get to the adjudication phase of that process. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I bet that I bet that's hard. I have I have to ask, do the are the elves snickerdoodle fans, too? Or oh, they... you know, they're they still are have a fondness for chocolate. Um, uh, OK. So, I mean, but thank goodness, because there would be no snickerdoodles left for me. Ah, yeah. So I have to ask maybe another classified question, but I've always been curious about how you managed to make it around the world in 24 hours. That's a busy, busy night, and the world's a big, big place. Yeah, well, we we do all of that planning down at the EFO. The EFO. Yeah, yeah, Elf Flight Ops. Okay. Oh, I mean, you know, of course. Now, yeah. now, Elvin is in charge of Flight Ops down there. Now, he's a retired command sergeant major. You you want an enlisted guy to run your flight ops. I mean, you know, you don't want an officer. I mean, you put them in the PR department, but you want a, you want a good NCO down in the flight ops because there's so much work that down there. He and his team are down there. They're, they're filing flight plans with the FAA and all around you know they got a lot of work to do, but uh, but, but let me tell you they do they they do a good job. You know, but I, I should say you know that it's I don't experience time the same way you do. You know, I mean I I mentioned earlier how how old I am. I don't feel old. I mean, well, on Christmas Day I do, but but it's <laughs> it's one of the reasons is that time is different for Santa. You know. Um, it's one of the reasons it's so hard to track the sleigh because we're we kind of operate in a different dimension. Um, physicists don't yet understand it. Uh, you know, it's something similar to what they mistakenly think of as dark matter and dark energy, but it's really it's really different. It's different from that. Uh, someday humans will figure it out, but not, they don't got it right now. And and I just can't tell you what that all is it's but if we can just use an analogy it's kind of a you know think about it how do i get all those toys world toys two billion toys into a single sleigh and it's really enormous inside you you, you just can't experience it when you're on the outside so you have to kind of think of it it must be kind of like a black hole event horizon i mean that's as close as i can come up to it. but i Anyway, I find it pretty amazing that NORAD's able to keep any track of us at all. And they, them boys have got big, powerful computers, I think. You know, I had never thought of the the high tech involved with, with getting around the world in 24 hours and carrying all those toys. It must be really special. How much did that thing cost? <laughs> Nothing. It was on the house. <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh, On the house, yeah. Okay, you got it. Well, Santa, you have a great sense of humor, and it's really been great talking with you. We really appreciate you spending some time with our listeners, especially during such a busy time of the year. Uh, Christmas is coming up, and we hope that you have a safe flight this week. And uh, I'd like to go offline and tell you what I want for Christmas because I haven't <laughs> done that yet. So if you can spare a moment as we sign off, that would be awesome. Well, I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas and hope that uh, we bring we all bring peace to the world. Yeah. We could use it. Um, uh, thank you so much, Santa. And again, have a safe flight. Thank you much. Glad to be with you. Well, what a great discussion with Santa Claus. I'm Sandra Magnus. And I'm Sandy Winnefeld. Thanks again to Culligan Water for sponsoring this episode. A high-performance lifestyle like Santa's deserves high-performance water. Learn more at Culligan.com. 
We hope you and your families and friends enjoy a peaceful and safe holiday season. Don't forget to check us out on social media and we'll see you next week.